It's Wednesday, the 7th of April. Welcome somewhat belatedly to The Breakfast Show. I'm your host, Mark Anthony. After all the stuff and nonsense of April Fool's Day on Thursday last week, we were planning on bouncing back with all guns blazing for the start of this new week. Um, sadly, the good folks at the Virgin Media had other ideas, and our broadband connection went down yesterday, meaning that we were unable to broadcast at all. Anyway, I hope you all had a good Easter break, uh, assuming that you actually had an Easter break at all. Uh, we will get to the news headlines in just a second. But first, those all-important celebrity birthdays. So it's many happy returns to actors uh, Russell Crowe and to Jackie Chan and to movie director Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, I have it on very good authority that Mr Coppola regularly tunes into the show for inspiration and filming tips. So happy birthday, gentlemen. Uh, we'll be right back after this. If you enjoyed this show, please consider supporting us. Go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash demolition news. And we start with the news that a monster machine has left the Kukuric excavator premises. It's not the first modified high-reach machine to trundle through the gates of the Kukuric facility in Ipswich, and it sure as hell won't be the last. But even by Kukuric standards, this one is a bit special. Uh, the modified machine started life as a Leap R9150, uh, which is a beast of machine in its standard configuration. But after the um, the good people at Kukuric have messed around with it, it now weighs in at more than 300 tonnes and has a reach of a staggering 76 metres. The machine left Ipswich, destined for customer Avenir Deconstruction over in France. However, we understand that the machine is not actually heading to uh, Avenir's French home. However, we understand that the machine is not heading to Avenir's French home, but to somewhere a little further afield. Uh, we'll bring you more details as we get them. Now, I am in contact with Avenir Deconstruction over in France, and I hope to bring you some footage of the new machine once it goes into action. Now, as anyone that knows me will testify, I'm not a religious or spiritual person in any way, shape or form. Uh, in fact, a friend of mine once suggested that I'd probably burst into flames if ever I set foot inside a church. He was joking, of course, at least I think he was. Um, either way, I've never wanted to test his theory. However, there are a good many people in the demolition industry for whom faith is vitally important, a significant part of their, their makeup, I guess. And for many of those, the Easter period is a time of particular significance. So we thought we'd share with you a short clip of a mass held by Father Dennis McGillicuddy, uh, the former chaplain of the National Federation of Demolition Contractors and a long-time friend of many here in the UK demolition industry. Here you go. This morning uh, with you all, uh, of course, Father Dennis McGillicuddy here at St. Edward's and I'm by the Resurrection Cross and of course, we wish Easter blessings to all the NFDC members and the, and the Demolition Brotherhood, and all those connected with it, for your blessings and safety and good wishes. I uh, praying, of course, for, for John Lynch and for Dave Coleman. I've written to them and uh, in our prayers each day. And for all those who have uh, lost uh, uh, members of their family, I am. Um, so sorry, John Bold, to hear of your uh, wife, Jen, who has died. Uh, a lovely lady, and she was always, I always felt she had so much respect for me, and of course, John, yourself as well. I shall keep her in my prayers, and I do, uh, I'm so sorry. 
Now, even setting aside my, my own lack of faith, I can only echo uh, Father Dennis's comments. Um, I was aware that Dave Coleman was ill and that the new NFDC vice president or second vice president, John Lynch, had been in hospital recently as well, but I hadn't heard about the passing of John Mould's wife. Uh, I remember Jenny taking my wife under her wing at an NFDC convention many moons ago. Uh, so belatedly, my thoughts are with John Mould and his family. So there I was, scrolling through my social media feed at the weekend, trying to ignore the tripe that my wife had put on the TV, uh, and I came across a post from a scaffolding company that, according to the message, was on the very brink of receivership thanks to a non-payment by a major demolition company. Now, due to our aforementioned internet issues, I haven't been able to validate this one as yet, which is why I'm not naming the company that is concerned. However, it did set me thinking about a number of things. The first, I guess, is the wisdom of airing one's dirty laundry in public. I've personally threatened to name and shame those that have owed me money in the past. Um, thankfully, they've all paid, so my willingness to carry through that threat has never been fully tested. But desperate times do call for desperate measures. And if I have to choose between feeding my family or protecting the reputation of a non-paying demolition company, then rest assured, the demolition company is getting thrown under the first bus that comes along. Um, I guess it also set me thinking about the multi-layered makeup of this industry of ours and how a slow payment at the very top of the ladder can lead to a late payment in the middle of the ladder and then a complete non-payment at the bottom rung. Now, despite all my earlier claims, that I'm not in any way religious, it brought to mind a quote from, of all places, the Bible. Um, demolition contractors are, rightly in my opinion, very quick to complain that their clients are slow in paying what they're owed. It's an almost constant topic of conversation. But if you're going to gripe about not being paid, you need to be sure you settle your own bills in a timely fashion as well. Or, as I believe the good book says, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Now, as I said, I've not been able to validate the claims made in the social media post, but watch this space. I am working on it. And finally, a couple of things. First of all, um, we're now 30 episodes into the show, and I admit that I am still working very hard to perfect it. Is it a new show? Is it a chatty live stream? Right now, I guess it's quite hard to tell, so I am planning a few changes. One of those changes is removing at least some of the equipment-related news from The Daily Show and then doing an equipment-based show once a week or maybe once a fortnight, depending on what the news flow is like. In addition, I want to get more guests onto the show to bring you fresh perspectives on the issues of the day. Um, if you remember rightly, when if anyone was watching when I was doing these of an evening, uh, we regularly had guests on the, uh, the six o'clock show. Uh, I want to get that started again. And all things being equal, that will start on Thursday of this week. But watch this space. Uh, we will keep you posted as our plans are solidified. In addition to that, I wanted to give you a quick heads up about something new we're going to be doing with increasing regularity. Uh, I won't bore you with the details, but I use an online platform called Evernote to store information. If you've looked at our extended show notes in the past week or so, then you will have experienced Evernote in all its glory. Uh, you'll also know that you don't need an Evernote account to enjoy at least some of what the platform can offer. Well, in addition to using Evernote to store our show notes, I've been using it for years 
literally a decade or more uh, for research purposes. Uh, if I'm working on a story uh, for weeks, months, and sometimes even years, believe it or not, all the research materials are held in Evernote. Perhaps more interestingly, if a story is ongoing, I also store the previous key information in Evernote too. As an example, the CMA investigation into alleged collusion in the UK demolition industry has produced a back catalogue of information that will make for quick yet fascinating reading for anyone that's interested. And thanks to the latest update from Evernote, I'm now able to share that back catalogue. I've tidied it up to make two years or just over uh, of news articles a little less daunting and a little easier to navigate. And you can find a link to that resource using the link in today's show notes, which, no great surprise, is also stored on, on Evernote. Right, I think that will probably do us for today. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed the show. Um, if you're watching this uh, on uh, Wednesday morning, as you should be, um, then at the time of you watching this, I will be on site with Nick Drew of the Digger Man blog, which is why you're watching your recorded video. But we will be back here again tomorrow, live this time, same time, same place, internet allowing. God, if I could tell you the number of ways I hate Virgin Media, I'd be here all day. So have a good day. Stay safe. Look after yourselves, your family, your friends and your colleagues. And I'll see you tomorrow live.